This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruchem Abohem. We're continuing Dafa Shavua. Tonight's learning is dedicated for Rabbi Allen's mother, Sasya Freidel Bas, Basya. She shav Rufu Shalema, Bekarov, Besach Sharchal Yisrael. Okay, tonight we're learning Daf Tzadi Dalid Amar Beis. We're going to start from the Mishnah. Uh, yesterday we began the Mishnah, and uh, let's start again. Somebody's wife went overseas. Overseas, Bov Amrula, two Edim came and said to her, "Meisa Ishtacha, your wife died." Vinasa Esachaisa. And he said, okay, my wife died, I'm going to marry her sister. Because you're allowed to marry your wife's sister after her demise. And then his wife came back with a whole bag full of souvenirs. She said, I had a really great time. So the halach is muteras lach zerloi. She is allowed to go back to him. Because he was never married to her sister. Because her sister turned out to be an erva. He is permitted to marry the relatives of the second woman because he was never married to the second woman. The second woman is mother to marry his relatives because she was never married to him. If the first woman died, he can marry the second woman. He is not, the second woman is not considered someone who had relations with him as a married woman. Normally, if somebody has relations with a married woman, she becomes usher to him. But he just had forbidden relations with her. But if, her, if his first wife dies, he can marry the second woman. Next case. Amrulai, they said to Mesa Ishta, your wife died, Venasa Sachaisa, so he married her sister. Then they said to him, look, she was alive when you married her. Your wife was alive when you married your wife's sister. But now, Umesa, now she's dead. So the halach is Havlad Rishon Mamzer. The first child that he produced when he was still married to his wife. The first child he produced with his wife's sister is a Mamzer. Because at that time he produced that child married to this woman's sister. And the latter child, the child that he produced after his wife died, ain't mamzer, is not a mamzer. Now, Rabbi Yossi comes up with a whopper of a case. With the help of the Almighty, we will try to understand it. And that is, not only did his wife leave, but his wife's sister, who he's about to marry, her husband also went on a trip. So they both opened up one of these Jewish magazines, which was their first mistake, and they saw an advertisement for some trip some to some crazy place. Why somebody would go on a trip, I don't know. And the sis, the his wife goes on the trip, and his wife's sister's husband goes on the trip. So he gets word that his wife died, so he decides he's going to marry his wife's sister. Now, Turns out, the only reason he can marry his wife's sister is not only because his wife died, but also because his wife's sister's husband died. And then, a few weeks later, not only does his wife return, so it turned out he lived with his wife's sister, Be'isser, but his wife's sister's husband returns. 
So not only did he live with his wife's sister, Be'iser, he lived with his wife's sister when his wife's sister was a married woman. Now, by living with her when she was a married woman, she now, he now ossers this wife's sister to her husband because that means she had an extramarital affair. She was uh, married to her sister. She was married to uh, her husband, and she lived with this guy. So Rabbi Yossi has a very interesting shita, that yes, he's allowed to go back to his wife so long as he did not asser the sister to her husband. But if he assered his wife's sister to her husband, she, he is now asser to his wife. Says Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi, Omer, kol Anyone who creates an iser to others is aser himself. Anyone who doesn't create an iser to others does not aser himself. Says the Holy Gemara that in case number one, where his wife left and they said that she died and he married her sister and then the wife comes back that you could take her back. The Tanakama would hold he could take her back, even though not only did his wife go on the trip, but his brother-in-law, his wife's sister's husband also went on the trip. And even though he's ossering his brother-in-law to his wife, he remains permitted to, to his original wife. Meaning because Rabbi Yossi, in the end of the Mishnah, disputes that, and says that in this case, since he created an Isser to his brother-in-law, he's answered to his wife, that we could be medaik, that Tanakama must hold that not so. Says Even though his wife and his brother-in-law went overseas, that the marriage helped that it answered the wife of his brother-in-law to his brother-in-law. Nevertheless, asira, even though the wife of his brother-in-law is Asir, to his brother-in-law, Ishtay Sharia, his, his wife is Mutter. We don't say, We don't say that because the wife of his brother-in-law is Asir to his brother-in-law, Meaning the Tanakhama holds, despite the fact that you ruined someone else's life, your life has not been ruined. Okay, so you messed up your brother-in-law, and you made it by marrying his wife, who was actually married to your brother-in-law the whole time. So now they can no longer get back together, because she lived with you when she was a married woman. But that doesn't stop you from taking your wife back, because your wife didn't, is not a saita. Your sister-in-law is a soita, so she's asr to the Baal. But your wife is not. Fine. That's the hard part of this page. If you got that, then it could be, the rest will be, um, get a... What? Mesa Rishayna?
why if his own wife dies, can he then go back and live with the second woman? You mean because he's a he's he's a boil to the second woman? So Toysus asked that kasha on the second Toysus. In the middle of Toysus, Toysus says, V'hadik tani masnisin emesri shayna muter b'shniyah, ha'hi lav ba'azal ishtoi vigi sayari. That case, that halacha, is taka not going on the scenario where your brother-in-law also died. So Vasi is asking, according to this diok in the reisha of the Mishnah, then why that it's permitted to take your wife back even if your brother-in-law also turned out to be alive, then why, if your wife died, could you marry Shnia, but you were the, the Bayal of the Shnia? So Tosh says, Yutaka cannot take her in such a scenario. Okay. Says the Gemara, Masnisin deloik Rebbe Akiva. The Mishnah does not go like Rebbe Akiva. Why? Di'i Rebbe Akiva, because if it's Rebbe Akiva, now, the Gemara is assuming that after you leave the second woman, you go back to your wife, you give a get to her sister. The thing then is that by living with your original life, you're living with Achois. And that is the problem. It's a problem to live with Achas Grushasai. Says Gemara Lemasis like Rabbi Akiva, the Rabbi Akiva, Havile Achas Grushasai, the Tanya we learned in the Brisa, Kalarayah Shabbatayra, all, all Arayas in the Torah. Do not require get. Anytime you marry an erva, you don't need a get. Except for a married woman that got married through an Eid Echad. And the reason for that is, it's a gezera that people are going to say that if you married an Eid Bezin, in other words, a married a woman who got married because Bezin said your husband died. So, and it turns out the husband is alive. So you're going to need to get from that new husband because people are going to say that you just terminated the uh, marriage for no reason. So, when you get married, I'll pee eight echad or I'll pee Bezdin, then you need a get. That's the only exception that you need a get. The Tanya call arise shabatay in tzricha simenu get all arise now. You do not need a get. Chutz mei eishasish shenises al except for a married woman that got married uh, based on bezin. Rabbi Akiva Moisev Rabbi Akiva adds af eishas ach. So too the wife of your brother. If let's say you married. Your brother's wife What's the case? You heard your brother died, you're Miyabim your brother's wife, 
And then your brother walks in, you need a get from You have to give her a get. Or achaisisha, where what would the case be of achaisisha that you need a get? Let's say uh, you married your brother's wife and it turned out your wife was alive. So the halal Rabbi Kiva is moisif in these two cases that you need a get. Says Gemara, if Rabbi Kiva holds that you need to get in such a scenario from uh, the... Because Bezdin allowed this, uh, this guy to marry the second woman um, in a case of Achosishto, right? Rabbi Kiva was Moisef. Um, Achosishto. Rabbi Kiva was Moisef that if you marry your sister's wife, you need a get. So if Rabbi Kiva holds, you need a get. So Mamela, so your wife is also to you, the Havile Achas Grushasai. So that's the Kasha. The Mishnah is not like Rabbi Akiva, because according to Rabbi Akiva, you had to give a get to your sister's wife. You had to give a get to your wife's sister. And if you have to give a get to your wife's sister, it comes out you can't marry your wife because your wife is Achais Grushasai. And you never want to marry Achais Grushasai. There's a, that's a, an erva. Says the Gemara, Filav Idmar Allah, did we not learn on this? Amar of Gidol, Amar of Chiyabar Yosef, Amar Rav, Hai Eishes Ach Hechidami. What's the case of Eishas Ach that you have to give your brother's wife a get? You know what the case is? Where your brother did Kedushin to the woman, and she went overseas, and he went overseas, and you heard your brother died, and you married the wife. The Amri Inchi, you know what people are going to say? That people are going to say, Hach kama tanoa The reason you married your brother's wife, people are going to say, it's not because you heard he died, it's because he made a tnai in the Kedushin. And the tnai was not fulfilled. And, the, and you married, And now when your brother comes back, people are going to say, hey, how did this woman just leave you without a get? So you have to give her a get. And your wife's sister as well, Hechidami, you did Kedushin to a woman, she went overseas, and you heard she died, you did Nesuin to, to her sister. People are going to say, the reason you did Nesuin to her sister is not because you heard that the first woman died, but rather because you must have married the first woman al Tanai, and the Tanai was not fulfilled. The Amri and she people are going to say, "Hach kamaisa Tanai havilei bekedusha." This first one, there was a Tanai in her kedushin. Vahashaper nasev, and people are going to say this first one you had a Tanai in the kedushin, and. Therefore, it was, and it wasn't fulfilled. And you married the second sister properly. And now when the second sister, 
and then when the first woman comes back in, if you let go of the second sister, people are going to say, oh, she left without a get. But you were married to her. In other words, this is what people are going to say. In the case of Achos Isha, you married a woman, and then she went overseas, and then you marry, and you heard she died, and you married the sister, people are going to say that the reason you married the sister is not because the first woman died, but because you married the first woman al Tanai, and the Tanai was not fulfilled, so you never married her, and that's why you married the second sister. So when the first woman walks in, if you just let the new wife go without a get, people are going to say that a married woman left without a get, they're not going to know that you're relinquishing her because you were married to the first sister. So Rabbi Kiva only said you need to give a get in these kind of cases. However, in the Mishnah, when you went ahead and you married the second sister here, Ella Nesuin, but in the case of Nesuin, like in the Mishnah, where the first woman was Nesuin to you, nobody's going to say that when that woman goes overseas and you marry the second woman, it's because the first woman's condition was a Tanai. Because you can't make a Tanai in Nesuin. Because if you make a Tanai in Nesuin, all the subsequent Bias will be a Bias Nus, so it's not going to help to make a stipulation. Because a stipulation in Nesuin, even if unfulfilled, will not uproot the marriage because since you had relations with her after, that will, that will uh, make it that the, that the uh, relationship has been formalized. But by Nesuin, can you say there's a Tanai? So therefore the Mishnah could be Rabbi Akiva. Because the Mishnah is talking about where you did Nesuin to the woman. And then the woman went overseas. So to that woman, when she comes back, so, to, so in such a scenario, when you married her sister, you do not have to get a get from the second a woman. You only have to get a, a get from the second woman where the first woman involved you did kedushin to. Because in such a case, there's a, uh, a thought that a person will say you married her al tanai, and the tanai was off, and the second woman was fully married to you, so therefore you need to get a get from the second woman. But when the first woman did nesuin, there's no chashash of tanai, and you don't need a get from the second woman. So now the Gemara says there's another reason why the Mishnah can't be Rabbi Akiva. Says the Gemara, Marley Ravashi, the Rav Kahana. Ravashi says to Rav Kahana, I Rabbi Akiva, if the Mishnah is Rabbi Akiva, then why does the Mishnah only say where after your wife died, you married her sister? Why didn't it say after your wife died, you married your mother in law? Even though we're, you, we're used to thinking that even after a, a person's wife dies, their mother-in-law remains usher to them. The shita of Rabbi Akiva is after their wife dies, there is no iser sreifa to your mother-in-law. Now the Gemara assumes that means if there's no iser sreifa, then it's not usher. Ultimately the Gemara is going to say just because there's no iser sreifa, just because there's no burning, it doesn't mean that it's permitted to live with your mother-in-law. But right now the Gemara feels that if there's no death penalty of burning to live with your mother-in-law after your wife dies, then it must be permitted. Says the Gemara, um, E 
Rabbi Akiva, if the mission is Rabbi Akiva, Les Nunami Chamoisai, why don't you also teach a case of a mother in law? We know we could infer that Rabbi Akiva holds that a mother in law after your wife dies is not uh, punishable by burning. The Tanya we learned in Abraisa, Boesh Yisroifu, in a fire they will be burnt. It's talking about if you live with your wife's mother, Oisai. Him vs. Hen and them. So who's the them? Oisoi vs. Achas mehen. Him and one of them. Divre Rabishma. This is the opinion of Rabishma. So, in other words, like this you lived with a woman. Then you lived with the woman's mother. So the halacha is, the woman you lived with first, she's fine. So who, with whom are you, with whom did you do the yisr? With the mother. So it means like this, and her. Literally, v'yashen means them. But oisai, him, v'yashachas mehen. And one of them. Meaning, the mother-in-law. Hain in Greek means one, like in Mesil Sisharim. Hain belashin yavane achas hain. Hain yiras Hashem hi chachma. Hi chachma vihi levada chachma. Vicholazula ze eno elahevel vishav nisa, the Mesil Sisharim says. So, according to Rabbi Shmuel, if you live with a woman, then you live with the mother, only you and the mother are liable to the death penalty. Rabbi Kiva Aymar, oisai vias shtehen. Him, and both of them. What does that mean? It means if you live with a woman, and then you live with that woman's mother, and then you live with her mother, so the mother and the grandmother and him are all chayev. Shtehen means him, the mother, and the grandmother. Him, the mother, and the grandmother. And what does Rabbi Shmuel hold? Rabbi Shmuel holds, we learn out the grandmother from a different Pasuk. Basically, they don't argue. They're not arguing about anything. It's just that... It's just that, how do you read the Pasuk? Which means the Gemara says... Um, that the only difference between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva is how to darshan the Pasuk, how to read the Pasuk. They're not arguing in Halacha. They're just arguing, is the Pasuk only talking about the mother-in-law? Or is the Pasuk talking about the mother-in-law and her mother? Rabbi Shmuel says it says one of them. Rabbi Kiva says But... Nobody says the Pasuk is coming to say that it is permitted to marry the mother-in-law after your wife dies. So then we understand why the Mishnah did not pick a case where after your wife died, you went ahead and married the mother-in-law. So Shaper, But according to Rava, who says the difference between Rabbi Shon and Rabbi Kiva is in mother-in-law after Misa. 
namely, according to Rava, the mother-in-law after Misas Ishtai is in Afkamina. That according to Rabbi Yishmael, mother-in-law after Misa gets Shreifa, Oisai him, v'yas achas mehen. And one of them, meaning even if they're both not alive, even if only one of them is alive, Rabbi Shmuel says, Oisai v'yas hen, even one of them, even if your wife died, the mother-in-law will get Shreifa. And Rabbi Kiva says, no, Oisai v'yas hen, you only give the mother-in-law Shreifa if they're both around. So according to Rava, that according to Rabbi Akiva, if the, if the wife dies, the mother-in-law is not Shreifa. So listen, why doesn't the Mishnah say that if Adam um, say that your wife died, and you went ahead and you married the mother-in-law, why does it, the Mishnah only talk about a case where you went ahead and married the sister, why not where you went ahead and married the mother-in-law? Says the Gemara, This was Amar of Gidal, Amar of Chibar Yosef, Amar I'm sorry. This was. Um, Rav Ashi said to Rav Kahana, Rav Ashi said to Rav Kahana, it can't be Rabbi Akiva. So Rav Kahana said, granted the Pasuk excludes a mother from Sreifa, Meisura Mimiata, did it exclude it from Isser? Mimiata Kra? Okay. So that's the Gemara's conclusion that even though if the woman dies, the mother-in-law is not Sreifa, but she's still Aser. Frak the Gemara, Aser Beshchiva Da'achoisa, why don't we Aser because you lived with her sister. Why? Isn't it like a woman whose husband went overseas? Where? If she lives with someone else, she becomes usher to the husband because she lived with another man. Even though she's a shoigeg. So we know that when a woman lives with an, another man, when her husband's alive, she becomes also to her husband. So then why, when the woman goes overseas and the man lives with the sister, does this woman not become usher to her husband? So Gemara, I don't really get this question. Why should she become usher to the husband? If a woman goes overseas... If a woman's husband goes overseas and she has relations with someone, so she's a she's a saita, she's a married woman. But just because her husband lived with her sister, why would that answer her? I mean, basically, the Gemara gives this answer. The Gemara says, "Loidami ishtai de asura," a woman who has relations intentionally. So b'shoigeg, al bezdin, the rabbis made a Achois, isha, but your um, wife's sister, the b'mezid lo'yesira, even b'mezid, if you live with your wife's sister, your wife is not usher to you. 
So therefore, Midrabana, we don't make a Gzera B'Shageg. B'Shageg Lagazu Brabanan. Okay, Rabbi Sai, thank you everyone for joining us. Have a beautiful night. Bracha V'Hatzlacha. V'chol Tov Salah. Shkayach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.